Hello, everybody, and welcome to the JC and Bill Sportscast, where nor snow nor sunshine will stop the both of us from talking about sports. I'm Bill. No. And I'm JC, and it's snowing here, and we love it. Man. And we're going to get right into it today. Are you kidding me? Andy Dalton gets his head knocked off, and <laughs> nobody stood up for Andy Dalton. <laughs> Okay. I mean, are you, are, if that was Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, there was a fight. Somebody was getting their ass kicked. We'll put it that way. Nope. Andy Dalton laying on the ground, mm-hmm. and the Cowboys going, what do we do? Unbelievable. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. And... I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of spit takes for what I'm about to say. I don't think that was a dirty hit. Because, let me tell you why. Because John Bostic, that's the player that knocked Andy Dalton out of the game. He hit with his shoulder. He did not hit with the crown of his head. He hit the man shoulder first. Yeah. But yeah, like I but, um, I didn't realize I was gonna say Mm-hmm. You know, and at least you can let up. I mean, you play I mean, obviously you have kids, I have kids, you know, like your nephews and stuff, and yeah. you know if you could run right over and you give up in the last minute and a wash that hits after what Dak took. And I was just like, okay, who's going to fight him? Who's going to get him? Nobody. That... Nobody went after him. You know, I mean, are you kidding me? That's what I love about hockey. It's like, guarantee you, much as I don't like the Bertuzzi hit, Bertuzzi stood up for Nazlin. And the guy's career, I know. But he stood up. You don't do that stuff. No, no. And now they got, what, Danucci coming as a third stringer? Yep, he was drafted. He was drafted this year. You know, but but here's the thing. Because I saw the whole game. You probably didn't. But there was a scene earlier in the game where Andy Dalton is trying to motivate his guys. And he is. He's trying to motivate them. But I wonder if those players took it the wrong way. And that's why... Well, you know, and I, I think they did, right? Because they're like, well, who's this guy, right? You look at, like I said, again, you look at guys like Wilson, Reeves, Rogers. They motivate, they get, you know, yeah, you're allowed to yell the guy in the game. We've all mm-hmm. done it playing sports. Well, I didn't. You know? <laughs> I, I was too nice. <laughs> I know. I wasn't. But, you know, that's why I probably got knocked off the mountain this year of a line drive and be like, oh, hey, how's it going? But, you know, I, I honestly, I don't know. They need to step up. They did, and the season for the Cowboys is over. 
I really feel that. yeah. Like, you know, Dak's injury was a fluke. That guy took a shot at at both. Yeah. And he was fighting. And I mean as soon as he slides, you gotta you gotta let up. Right? Mm-hmm. Run hit hit the back to his head, but I mean you saw his helmet and he was like dazed. And we don't want to see that. We want to see the best players playing. I mean, if we don't, we get a whole bunch of Antonio Browns after he got smacked in that game against Cincinnati. And we'll talk about Antonio Brown in a moment. But here's the thing with Dallas. And again, I'm saying this as someone who watched that game against Washington, the, the Redskins. I'm, I I still call them the Redskins. So if you have a problem with that, folks, just fast forward for a little bit. I've seen so many Dallas Cowboy games over the years because of where I live. We have the videotape of the replacement game where they, where the Cowboys lost to a bunch of replacement players. We still have the tape to this day. I have never, and that's the key word there, never seen any Cowboys team perform that poorly, that terrible, in any football game, even when they were at their lowest point in the early 2000s, when they were in those rebuilding stages. I've never seen the Cowboys play that god-awful in a football game. It was like they went to FedEx Field to play their arch-rival, their division rival, and they it was like, we we give up. We don't want to play. They, they basically gave up before it even started. Yeah. And and now you're in a position where, yes, technically somehow you still have a shot at a division, but let but let's be real. I think the Giants have a better shot than Dallas does at this point to win the division. And then looking at the remaining games after tomorrow, home against Pittsburgh, that's a loss. Then they have a bye week. They'll find a way to lose the bye week. At Minnesota, that's a loss. Home against Washington, that's a loss. At Baltimore, that's a loss. At the Bengals, that may be the only winnable game they have left on their schedule. Because they go to because they go to San Francisco, that's a loss. Or no, they host San Francisco, that's a loss. They host Philadelphia, that's a loss. Then they go to the Giants, that's a loss. They may only win one more game the rest of this season. Yep. And put this way, the NFC East could have three top ten picks. They could. And she made playoffs. Yeah. You know. They like really they really could. I, 
Yeah. And, I mean, he makes it four and... Where is he? So he goes five. Two, three, and one right now. And then playoffs? You will see a change next year. All right. Well, I have the Eagles schedule. After tomorrow's game, they have a bye week. At the Giants, that's a that's a tough one. They could win that one. They could lose that one. That's a toughie. At Cleveland, that's a loss. Monday night, home against the Eagles or Seahawks, that's a loss. At the Packers, that's a loss. Home against the Saints, that's a loss. At Arizona, that's a loss. At Dallas, should be a win. And then home against Washington, that could be a loss. Yep. Let, let, let's go through the other two since we've already done two. We can figure out who we think is going to win from this point. Okay, giant schedule. After the Monday night game against Tampa, which they're going to lose, at Washington, that one could be a loss. That That's a close one. Yep. Home against the Eagles, that's another close one. Then they have the bye week. At the Bengals, that's a winnable game. At the Seahawks, that's a loss. Home against the Cardinals, that's a loss. Home against the Browns, that's a loss. At the Ravens, that's a loss. At home against the Cowboys, they could win that game. So, looking at this... I'm thinking... Giants could win three games. I think what you have to do once the show's over is you got to put those schedules up on the on our on Facebook. The page. Yeah. All right. Now we go to because Washington. Oh, go ahead. No one's talking about the NFC. Oh, sorry. As I say, no one's talking about the NFC West. No one's talking about the NFC East, uh, the North. South, whatever. Everybody's talking about the NFC East. <laughs> the hopes, the, the stuff dreams are made of, folks. <laughs> All right. And can you believe it? But we got one more schedule to go through. Yep. One more. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. All right. So the Redskins are off this week. When they return, they host the Giants. That's that's a winnable game. At the Lions, that's a winnable game. Home against the Bengals, that's a winnable game. At the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, that's a winnable game. At the Steelers, they'll they'll lose that one. At the 49ers, they uh, they might lose that one. Home against the Seahawks, that's a loss. I, I'm not I'm not I'm not even gonna make a bet with you on that one, JC. They're just gonna lose that one. Well, well, I, well, I don't know. I don't know if Seattle's defense played as bad as they did this week. I don't know. No, no, Seattle. You know what? It could be. 
Seventy-eight to seventy-five, yeah. and Russell Wilson learned lesson last week. Yeah, I mean, how many quarterbacks do you know are going to sit there and go, "It's on me"? Not too many. You know, the defense has lost five thousand yards in the game, fifteen thousand yards rushing on the ground, and Russell Wilson like, "It's on me." Yeah. And you don't think the defense is literally going, you know what? That's on us. But the guy who's going to take the criticism, going to take the criticism. Yeah. And he's a nice guy, right? You see all the pictures, you see everything he's doing, right? Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you one thing is going to happen. Bobby Wagner took that defense and says, this is how it's going to be from now on. Yeah. And they got a blitz. I did not see one blitz in that whole Arizona game. Okay, then Washington hosts Carolina. They could win that game. And then they're at Philadelphia to end the season. They could win that game. Yeah. I I honestly think, JC, I'm not saying this because I'm a fan of this team, but looking at the four teams in their remaining schedule, Washington has the more favorable schedule left. Yep. Because the, the, there's that three-game stretch after Dallas where they're playing at least two teams that will make the playoffs, Pittsburgh and Seattle. If San Francisco can get it together, I think they'll get in. The rest of those games are very winnable. I think Washington, just on the schedule alone, could win the division. Yep. And they're supposed to be in a rebuilding period. Which could set them actually back because they make the playoffs because mm-hmm. that division is so terrible. Right? right. I mean, three teams from the NFC East will get a top 10 pick this year. Oh, God, yeah. And the one who makes the playoffs will get, yeah, you get a playoff game, but, yeah, you know, not going to get knocked back. I mean, I, it's crazy. I'm sorry to say, but anyone who's a fan of the NFC East this year, just put your hat down and go, I like football. <laughs> go, go and be an ostrich. Just dig a hole, <laughs> put your head in the sand, and come out when everything is okay. Yeah. Or you could be like JC and I and just continue to watch the fun that is the NFC East. Oh, I can't turn it off. I until the Seahawks team comes on. It's like, woo. Speaking of which, yes. Now, we're going to get on something that should be has a wide receiver ever in the NFL got the defensive play of the year? Uh, I think this year is going to be it with DK or, you know, with Metcalf. Did you see him? I didn't. I mean, there's names on it. It's like. <laughs> I didn't see it when it first happened, but I saw the replay of it. And I was amazed. 
And you know what? That was Russell Wilson the week before, or sorry, a couple weeks before when they played the Cowboys, when mm-hmm. he kind of sauntered in mm-hmm. for the touchdown, all knocked off. And when Russell Wilson went up to him and said, you know what? From now on, you play hard. And guess what? <laughs> I have never in my life seen something like that. I mean, Watching football like that ever. See, he would come I, across. I hope, quarterback. I, I hope Metcalf got excused from doing like some of the sprints this week in practice because of that one run. Oh, he had a little management this week. I, I'd, I'd, have been like, I'd have been like, look, Metcalf, you get like 15 minutes more to get prepared for practice today. We're going to have these guys run. You did your job last night. <laughs> I mean, but watching it is, it was, I, I was, like I said, I was like, I was shocked. I'm like, are you kidding me? And the way he tracked him down, and Baker's looking one of the fastest safeties. He looked over, he's like, who the hell is chasing me? Mm-hmm. And there's a picture of the, the Arizona coach face going, oh my God, he got knocked down. You know what? That right there is a Russell Wilson effect. Mm-hmm. You play hard, you win hard. And he's having bad after he made that mistake, he had to make up for the mistake. I believe he made up more than his mistake for what he did against Dallas or when he dropped that ball. If I had to pick or he got that ball if if I had to pick the equivalent of that play, it would be the Tony Dorsett play on Monday Night Football when Daryl Green caught him, and it was Daryl Green's first game, and it was a Monday Night game, and Green catches him, and that put Daryl Green on the map forever. That's what happened with Metcalf. That run is going to put him on the map for the rest of his career. And you know what? He felt so good after that one. You will never see him take another playoff. I I don't think I so. I mean, he learned from, look, he learned from Henry Doug, Doug Baldwin. He learned from Lockett. He will never take another playoff. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee, I mean, Mark Lynch even chimed in and said, that's my boy. It I mean, was, it was an incredible run. It's got to it be really one of the greatest was. defensive plays that everyone's ever seen. You know? Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that takes away from the moment is that there was no audience in the stadium. I think if there had been an audience there, it would have made the moment even bigger. Yep, yep. But but again, you know, they're following you know the 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 guidelines. Yep, yep. The twelve hour fans, and I think half are Seahawk fans. Mm-hmm. I'm recently, you know, Seahawk fans travel good. They do. Just like Blue Jay fans, they travel good. Just like Raptor fans, they travel good. Um, let's talk about Antonio Brown, since you mentioned him. 
Uh, he signed a contract to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because Lord knows they're trying to do everything they possibly can to win the Super Bowl this year. Yep. Uh, right now, Tampa is 5-2, and two, a game... Oh, no, pardon me, a half game ahead of New Orleans. Um... Chris Goodwin, Godwin, he's got a broken finger. He's out for a few weeks. Um, I guess my question to you, can Antonio Brown make it through the rest of, the, of, of this season? Can he make it? That's a good, a good question. question. And... I think he can because he's already been with the Patriots. I know he's only for the one game, right? Yeah, it's like one game. Yep. But, you know, you learn. I think he can. But as Arian said, he's like, if you find out in December that sexual assault is true, you're done. So, obviously... It's big football, football, right? right? Mm-hmm. But I think, I think he's going to shut his mouth. He's going to catch a lot of balls. And, I mean, Tampa Bay was that science. Put him right in first in the NFC South. I mean, in that one game that Brown and Brady were together, they looked good. They looked good. Yep, yep. The problem is they were playing the Miami Dolphins who had a bad defense at the time. Miami, since that game, has gotten better. Has Antonio Brown gotten better? That is the question. That's where I think everything is going to lie. Has he been able to stay in shape physically to do this on a week-to-week basis with a Tampa Bay team that is loaded on offense, they have a good, a really good defense. Every, I, I think the defense is getting ignored a little bit here. I, if he can stay, to me, if he can stay in shape, and if he's still the Antonio Brown that played in the Pittsburgh Steelers organization and was one of the premier wide receivers in the league, then. Tampa Bay is going to be the team to beat in the NFC. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's going to be... Yeah. yeah. It was a good Funny question. That's my, only, that, that's my only concern. Is is he physically in shape? That's my only concern. I, I, my question is, is he mentally in shape? I mean, I'd like to think maybe he is, but who knows? And we'll give the man a doubt, right? Innocence of proven guilty. Mm-hmm. And it comes out that he's guilty, then he's gone, and you'll never hear his name again. Mm-hmm. But he's innocent, then, you know, then we'll go that way, too. Yeah. All right, I want to I want to end uh, the NFL here with this question, okay? 
because a recent Twitter study came out with the NFL. Who do you think is the most hated team in the National Football League, according to a study done on Twitter? Sorry, you want to repeat that again? Okay. A recent Twitter st- or a recent study on Twitter came out, and they asked people their most hated team. Who do you think is the most hated team in the NFL? Ooh. Uh, well, that depends. All right. It was NFC West. Niner. It was the NFL. Patriots. If it's America's team, Cowboys are. All right. Feels <laughs> like. Well, the most hated team in the NFL, according to this survey done on Twitter, is the Pittsburgh Steelers. The study found that the Steelers were the most hated team in a total of eight states. According to this data, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana, Maryland, Delaware, Connecticut, and Rhode Island are where people who tweet, I hate the Steelers, are mostly located. Eight so, states. So that's, that's, oh, no, no. You can just, you can just hashtag, hashtag Yeah, basically. Right. Uh, uh, second place, the way I'm looking at this map, is the Green Bay Packers. There's six states that hate the Packers. Patriots, surprisingly, only have three. You'd think the Patriots would have some hate, but they not as much. It's because they, they're not winning this year. That's true. Right, they're winning, they'd be number one. You want to know which team is hated more than the Patriots right now? Seahawks? Um, no, actually less. On that one. The Atlanta Falcons... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, they, they, they like, they to, like give to give wins to every other team. They are hated in Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, and North Carolina. <laughs> yes. Well, that one I can agree with because I've been down there and they hate the Falcons. I'm surprised to know that so many rednecks down there have computers. Here we go. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they're not going to hear us anyway, so. But no, you know. You know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, uh, the 49th. 40- 
kidding. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I do. Uh, 49ers had five states where they're hated. Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, and Alaska. I'm surprised that Alaska's able to watch football since I think most of the games are done by the time they wake up in the morning. Uh, the yeah. Rams are actually hated in one state. Saint, is, that, is that where St. Louis is? Yep. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know my geography or state, so... No, you're, you're actually right. Um, no. Let's see. Raiders are hated in four states. Saints are hated in two states. The Jets are hated... In more states than the Patriots, and they can't even win a football game. It okay. It's Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. Wow! Oh my god! Chiefs are hated in two states. The Ravens, Browns, and Cowboys are only are only hated in one state. And the Saints are hated I mean, they're, in two they're, states as well. The Cowboys are hated like all over. Nope. Oh, actually, no. I'm so, okay. I'm sorry. Seahawks are hated in three states. They're also hated in Hawaii. Because all they do is get Seahawks games down there. You're on the west oh, coast. Yeah, that's true. And you know. The, the Eagles are hated in four states. What is one Texas? Yeah. And one's New York? Uh no. Actually. Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and New Mexico. I mean we did we did see uh Daniel Jones fall down for no reason last week. We did. Does that not say the NFC East is the worst division there is? When a guy falls down with nothing around, all he had was a goal line, all he had was cross that goal line, and he trips and falls. The fastest quarterback supposedly in the NFL. I'm surprised there's a lot more hate on him because people had him on fantasy football. Oh, you on. There we go. There's 12 points. There's 13 points. There's 14 points. Oh, oh. There's five points. He fell down. <laughs> JC, I think he actually leads his team in running yards. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. And that, and that sums, sums up, up the, the NFC East. NFC East, this is your life. <laughs> like, like, oh, and then we get watch Monday night. night. Sunday night. Have a mate. I'll, I'll, I'll be flipping. Can we somehow flex like we did last week? I mean, I mean. Are you, are tell, you tell? I mean, the NFL, NFL looking, looking at, at schedule, schedule going. 
when Oakland started to get even one case of, of COVID, they're like, yeah, see all game reflexing, bang, done. I wish they could do that with the Monday night game. Or third game to Sunday night. The San Francisco game to Sunday night. We all have to, and there's no something to turn to. I mean, Walker Fields probably got some special going. How do the NFC fans deal with the stuff last Sunday night? Like, you know. Oh man! You don't have to. You can fight it right now. Call over, around the bus, saying, "All right, we're taking you on the 66." <laughs> I think Al Michaels gonna call in sick for this game tomorrow. <laughs> I don't want to call this crap. Are you kidding me? I know. He's like, he's head. He's probably headed to Seattle right now. It's gonna get flagged. This game is going to get flagged. And now the NFL has a chance to flag it. For the Lord. For the love of football. Flag it. <laughs> you know, do, you believe, to... do you believe in miracles? <laughs> right? I understand the Monday night game. No one's going to watch the box. I mean, I'm going to watch the box sometimes. But who else is going to watch it? I'll be flipping back and I mean, forth. Yeah. Well, there's nothing else to flip back anymore. There's no more sports. Well, I got I got Monday Night Raw, so, you know, it'll be like watching two pieces of crap, you know, try to get my attention for three hours. Three <laughs> <laughs> Hulk Hogan has to come out on Monday night. <laughs> welcome, to the, welcome to the celebrity roast of the NFC East. We got Don Rickles coming up next. <laughs> I got it. Got it. I, I don't know what to say. I mean, you know. Oh, oh my God. All right. And the two best got me for Sunday Night Football. But I mean, for Washington fans, you'll be cheering. You're like, here we go. We're going to watch a train wreck right now. I mean, honestly, Washington win the to be. I mean, honestly, I don't know who to root for in that game tomorrow night because if Dallas somehow wins, they're going to be only a half game ahead of us. If Philly wins, they're going to be a game and a half ahead of us. So it's like, well, we could have sole possession of second place, but we could be a half game out of first at the same time. Yeah. So, before we leave football, because, you know, we've had a comedy show called the NFC East, (laughs) who do you think the NFC East? Bill, Bill prediction right now, who wins the NFC? I'm really starting to think, after everything we've looked at and everything we've talked about, I really think Washington's going to win the division. 
I think so too. I I I, I, think I didn't think I'd say that on October thirty first because and 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 I'll explain why. I'll give my reason first. With the Giants, they're actually not that bad of a team. The Giants are not that bad. As much as we've been making fun of them, they're not that bad of a team. They should have at least two more wins on their record. They should have won that Dallas game, hands down. If Saquon Barkley was healthy, they'd be the favorite. I think in this position, they would be the favorite. They've got a they got a quarterback who you want to say is good. The problem is he doesn't always make right decisions. Yes, it's his second year, but now he's in the role of the leader, you know, of the quarterback. He's the lead quarterback, the head of the team. And I don't know if he's capable of leading that team. That's what worries me there. With Dallas... Their whole offense was Dak Prescott. And once he went down, you saw what happened. Their last two games, they have scored 13 points. That is all they've scored, and they've only scored one touchdown in their last two games. With the Eagles, I have no idea what the hell happened to them. Injuries did get them, but as far as everything else, I have no idea what went wrong with the Eagles. With Washington, my only concern is who the quarterback is going to be. Right now, it's Kyle Allen, but at the same time, they have Dwayne Haskins, who, when he is capable, could be a good quarterback. But they also have Alex Smith, who probably won the comeback player of the year just by playing one half of football. They have... Which, which, go which ahead. Obama, Obama said, well, well, he's the, he's starter, the starter at that game. game. Shake, Shake my, my head. head. Uh, what, what, what I'd like to say, but I'm not because we're a PG show. What's going to carry Washington? They have very good wide receivers. Terry McLaurin is starting to become one of the best wide receivers in the game. He's not premier yet, but he's becoming one of the best. They have a scary three-man running game with Gibson, McKissick, and Barber. And then you have the defense. Their front four on defense is scary. Scary good. Scary good. I think those combinations is what is going to carry Washington to the division title. Am I saying they're going to win the Super Bowl this year? No, they're not. I'm realistic. I mean, I know they're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. But can they win the division? With the way the schedule is and how the other three teams are, I think they've got as good of a chance as any other team in that division does. Yeah. 
Okay. And, and like you said, I mean, the NFC is so addictive. We're spending half the show talking about it. That's how bad it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love it. I love it. Because for the first time, I mean, you remember when St. Louis Bowl, they go to Seattle. The place you did not want to go to at 7 9, then go to Seattle. And Marshawn Lynch running down the field. Shaky run. And literally. Special guest, he's a huge Saint fan. He's like, he's like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm like, that's beast, babe. That's beast. And then you find out like a couple days later that that one instance caused an actual earthquake. Yeah, they didn't know what to do. That's actually, I think, I think that's actually one of my favorite things ever. The two best things I'll ever say about Seattle is the beast quake and the Canadians going down to watch the Blue Jays play the Mariners. Because it is a home game for the Blue Jays. By far. And if you haven't been there, I know there's a lot of Americans here. Go to Seattle. Maybe, I know me and Bill are talking about doing a show next year Washington. Maybe we'll all do a show in Seattle next year. Uh, you're going to have to give me a while on Seattle. I'm <laughs> with, with everything that's going on over there, I think it's going to be a while. <laughs> oh, I, 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 so, so two years from now. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'll get the too, because, you know, people can't. I know. And everyone's like. Are you going to wear a mask? Are you going to do this? You, I'm like, beer, Trump, mask. Fires. Let's go visit I go Kurt to, Cobain's I'll, grave. <laughs> I go to a pub and like, put your mask on, I'll give you a beer. I'm like, freaking right. I'll put my mask on to get a beer. You know? Yes, they go to Canadian Tire. Me and the wife, we wore a mask. Right where we're in 40. I know we're not protecting ourselves. You see some guys walk around. Yeah, we don't don't have to do this, that. Yeah, fine. Two weeks ago when I was in Thanksgiving, candy, we went to Walmart. Some guy who thought he was a hero. And J.C. Bezerhoff does never, ever promote violence. But this guy was being a clown that day. Walking around the wrong way. They have arrows. So what do I do? I hit him my car with my mask on. And then he yelled at me. And then a bunch of Chinese ladies yelled at him. And I kept on going. Sorry, I had to do that. You know, I mean, people are actually starting to accept the fact that just whatever. Right? Everyone thinks you're losing your right. And I'm not here to preach fast or not. I wear one, right? I don't wear one, but I don't have to. Mm-hmm. But when I'm wear a mask, you know, I will. I don't care. I'm old. I'm old. The only time I will wear a mask is when I'm going out. And I mean, like, out to the post office, the grocery store, you know, whatever. If I'm doing my lawn, I'm not wearing a mask because I'm doing my lawn. No, no. If well, you're I'm, on, you're on. 
Like, if I'm going for a walk, I'll wear a mask. I'll wear a mask if I'm going on a walk. If I'm going up the street... And that's why we love you. If I'm going up the street to my sister's house... You're going to wear a mask, whatever you do. Except for mowing the lawn. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm going up the street to my sister's house... No, I was going to say, if I'm going up the street to my sister's house, I'm not wearing a mask. Because it's literally a block away. So. Um, Are we getting the Jeff's rank corner here soon? We will. We will. will I think I know what it's going to be. But before we do, I want to talk about uh, the World Series real quick. Congratulations to the Dodgers. They finally won one. Well-deserved. Well-earned. Um, and I was actually looking at our poll, uh, JC, a little earlier today, because I did put one up before the series began. And the majority... The majority... The majority of the people who picked who would win and in how many games got it right. So I want to send a shout-out to the following people. Mike McPherson, Justin Drysdale, who's a fellow Canadian, Anthony Watson, Alan Roy Horn, Chris Frazier, and Dion Renee all got it right that the L.A. Dodgers would win the World Series in six games. I had a daughter in seven. I did not vote, but if I did, I would have said the Rays in seven. I think that would have been my vote. So, but you know what? It was one of those series where, and and I know I said the Rays were going to win it, and and I will admit, you know, defeat. But they gave the Dodgers a run for their money in some of those games, and. I think if Snell had stayed in for that sixth game and they had won it, I think the race could have won it in seven. I really do. Oh, I think so too. And as we made our picks, I believe I got the Dodgers to win the World Series. Yes, you did. And this might be the first time in the history of Sports Talk Podcast. We're almost right. Actually, we both we were both right on who would get to the World Series. Yep. So I I say we give ourselves an A plus for getting the matchup right and one of us being right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I like or it. I, I, I give I give you a sticker. I I I'd give All you right. a sticker. Right. So. <laughs> and I'll take that sticker. It's going to write on my wall, fame. <laughs> and I'm going as we go into it, I'm going to say something. Once again, the baseball nerd has ruined baseball for the World Series because Snell was doing. Are you kidding me? You're going to pull him out? He struck out everyone in the tunnel and Mookie Best comes up. They pull him out. But what, Anderson in? He was struggling? 
and left them a double. And then they have to pull Turner because supposedly he had COVID, but they didn't know that they pulled him. I mean, the MLB looked really bad on that situation. Oh, it was it was crazy. He should have never played that game at all. You, we don't know. It's inconclusive. Kate, you're not playing. Done. That's what he decided to done. But they let him play until he got attacked. Does that not make it look worse than what the Astros have done for the cheating wise? I mean, I love the dog one. I love Kershaw won it. But they're like, we have to wait for a test. So he can, he can keep playing. The NFL's like, nope, you're not playing. NHL, nope, you're not playing. NBA, nope, you're not playing. MLB, in game six of the World Series, saying, eh, we don't know if you have code or not. He go out there. Should have never played at all. Well, the problem, the problem there is that they did not get the results of the test until during the game. Yeah. That's the problem. You have those tests done. They should have been done twice that day. The first time is at the beginning of the day in the morning. And then the second time when they get to the stadium. Once you've done those, and if you're negative on both, you're good to go. If you're positive on one, you cannot be at the stadium. Yeah. But, in, but right now, inclusive should have been also, also, you're not you're playing until we get the positive results. Or negative results. I mean, I we mean, all have to live by the rules. Mm-hmm. I can't park your bottom center of an inclusive. You can't go to work and you're doing kids. I can't go to work until at least February. Oh, you know, like whatever. But honestly, MLB, and then they're like, we're going to investigate you guys. What do you do? Suspend them worse than what the Astros did? Banging on a trash can? I don't swear on this podcast, and I got a ton of swears I could use. And I will not use it, because you know what? Not worth it. We, we, we've each passed our, our limit of one swear word per year on this show, so... Unless it is a comment or a quote. That's the exception. And on the same show. Yeah, it was the same right. show, wasn't it? But, I mean, really, he's been in there all day. Let him sell Let him take his mask. You know, fine. It's a double. Right? Honestly. They knew. They exactly knew. Coming out. What we pulled. He test called with COVID. So we went and we got hug him. Yep. I'm in. I'm in. That's what they, That's probably, what they said. probably said. You know, you know the, biggest the biggest achievement of your life, you're in the dugout, dugout, because now you're now isolated. We've well, been, been with your guys, guys all, all game. All year. I'm sorry. I, I know I I'm, like, I'm a volunteer firefighter stuff, and I tell you what, I mean, the same way. I'm like, let's go party. But I would have kept my mouth off. I mean, we we had this talk actually at the dinner table on Wednesday 
with my nephew, who's becoming a baseball fan. He's 11, and he's becoming a baseball fan. Is he a fan? Uh, no. <laughs> Sorry. He's a national fan? He's a nationals fan. All But I think with Justin Turner and the celebration thing, it's a double-edged sword. Because... If you're going to do one, it's going to end up looking bad. If you do the other, it's going to look bad. Like, if you, if the security, and that's another thing. I I was a little surprised you didn't bring this up. Where were the people that were supposed to say, hey, you can't go? Where were they? Well, because because after Raptors winning last year, and... Messiah said, you know, supposedly push the call from Pluto. Nobody's going to be in front of nobody anymore because that thing's going to court. Right? Right. So why would a security like, and I know there's a lot of come up and a lot of stuff. And as a, right now, as a security guard, police officer, first responder, why would you do anything to go extra? Like, hey, let him go. I ain't touch him. But to go back to what I was saying, if you prevent him from being out there, the whole argument is going to be from fans, critics, reporters, why didn't you let him go? It's the biggest moment of his professional life. He should be out there celebrating a world championship with his team. Then you have the other side of the sword. Where you do let him out, which, well, he came out on his own. And it's like, why didn't they prevent him from being out there? He could have gotten other people sick. He could have gotten players' wives sick, kids sick, you know? So it's a really a double-edged sword. You, you could, you know, it could have gone either way. And I think each side would have had a good argument. Oh, I agree, but you know what? I didn't think... I play a lot of ball my life. There's nothing better than when you win, celebrate. And just Turner spent his whole life winning the World Series. You know what? You've been in that dugout. The MLB screwed up on that one because they should have put him off the sideline to begin with. Well, we'll let you play six, seven, eight, seven, eight years old back. He came back positive, they pulled him. You know what? All on MLB. And go celebrate. Yeah. Because by then, you already talked to everybody. You already high fired everybody. Well, I mean, it, it is what it is at this point. It's already happened. But the Dodgers are finally the world champions. And I, if there's any team this year that deserved it, it's the Dodgers. And congratulations, and also congratulations to the Boston Red Sox for giving out one of the best players in the league for nothing. Love it. Love it. Yep. And the Yankees like, yes. Blue Jay fans like, yes. Ray fans are like, why do we still pull Nels? And our old fans are like, they're like just wandering around Baltimore going, oh, I can pitch. <laughs> I hit. Both of our fans are like, "Hey, at least we didn't finish it last this year." 
No, I'm I'm just kidding. I I have a lot of friends that are Orioles fans. They know I'm. I, wow. they know I'm wow. with you know, we love everybody on this show. You know, we're not. We're just having just like almost a comedy show kind of thing right now. Yeah. You know, we're having, uh, you know, we're going on. You know, you guys have election going on, and I get, I don't know what to expect once election's done. I mean, I love all my brothers and sisters from America. Stay safe. And, you know, so we're having a little bit of fun today. We're joking around. I mean, yeah, it's a joke. But, you know, but, you know, on the part of it, I think Justin Turner, you know what? You celebrate. You've been there for six innings. Celebrate. Take your mask off. Celebrate. Everybody's all there. And they all tested negative. Well, they all went home except for Justin Turner. So, and, and and I think the the good thing about all of this is that this game ended up being the last game of the season. So no one else could have gotten infected. No one else could have gotten sick. You know, so it all ends up being a sort of a happy feeling kind of ending. Which brings me up again to football. Kudos to everybody in football who's taking care of themselves. Yes. They're not having any, I mean, get a case here, a case there, right? Tennessee is their lesson. I heard some of the child players went on party last week. I mean, gone. Right? They should be done. You do not screw up. A billion dollar a year business to go have a couple beers. Have a couple beers at your house. We all have to. If you remember from the last episode that we did, and what I would do if I was the commissioner of the NFL, is every team that had one person and it only had to be one test positive for COVID, they cannot play in the Super Bowl this year, no matter if they are a good team or not. So I'm actually actually trying to find the list of all the teams that have tested positive. And I love love that idea. idea. Uh, Let's see. Where's the list? I I, want to... Because we just had, I think, some recent ones added as of late. I, I the Broncos, I think, were another one. Chargers were another one. Uh, okay, yep. so let's see. I would ban the. Okay, so Patriots, Falcons, Chiefs, Titans, Raiders, uh, Chargers, Vikings, Broncos, and Giants. You're all out. You can't. You can't play in the Super Bowl. Oh, and the Bills. Okay, the Bills, you're out. You can't be in the Super Bowl this year, even if you got a good record. What the hell's wrong with the AFC? Like, stay home, AFC. NFC is not has no problem. You know what will happen? We might have the Jets. 
I mean, really, you think Cody's going to catch the Dallas Cowboys? The Dallas Cowboys can't catch anything right now. You know what I love? I love that the Jets, we haven't said the Jets on that list. Watch, the Jets will be like one of the last four teams left, and they won't win a game this year. <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence is like, oh my God, I'm going to the Jets? I might stay another year in school. I'm like, stay as long as you want. You're going to the Jets. Well, like, there's no get better from this year next year. Cowboys on our hand. They might get one. You know, fancy the stands by then, hopefully. And you're going to Seattle. Loud as stadium. In the whole, I don't care if they love it. And I've been there. Yeah. It is a while. It is a Alright. I think it's time for a Jeff rant. That's right. Jeff Corner. I think I think I know what this is about. I think I know. But I don't. Sometimes I throw a little curveball. But are you kidding me? You're in a pull. Blake Snell, who didn't want to even participate in the league this year, pitching his best game, and you're going to pull him? Are you? I have to, I sat there on my phone going, wow. Really? You're going to pull him? He struck out. Anderson comes in as his and he Moogie bets, it's a double. Tie up. Boogie bet scores. And again, if you watch at third base, they didn't hold. I'm like, are you kidding me? You got a hole in third. Right? Infield in. You got a hole in the guy at third, though, still. I don't care. You're a professional. Right hand hitter coming up. You're a third baseman. Hot corner. You go as close as the the bag and hope that ball does not hit you in the freaking head. Like, like, unbelievable. unbelievable. And the Rays and the lost Rays the way they should have lost, lost because of that because one mistake. And they're going to lose it. And I guarantee you the nerds will not get fired by Kevin Caswell. And the GM's sitting there going, wait a minute. That wasn't my decision. Did he always protect news? His a dollar signs. But I tell. I tell. Come on, Come baseball. On, baseball. Make, it Make it better. Do something. Do something. You step, you step up, up. Let the pitchers, let the pitchers pitch. pitch. They can't they hit them. Yeah. yeah. You know what? If you know he beats you third time round, tip the hat. So you know what? I got beat. I, beat. I, guarantee I guarantee you. Back game. Snell will struggle. Best again. Seager again. And you know what? They would have won game six. And we would have had a game seven. Kevin Cash came out. Said, wait a minute. My baseball nerd said, we got to pull them. They pulled them. What happened? Rookie bet. Double. Down the line. Done. Game over. World Series. Two Dodgers. End of story. Wow, that wasn't what I was expecting, actually. But but no, I I agree with you. I he'd only pitched what he'd thrown seventy three pitches. 
Yeah. Like you go another two innings at at the minimum. This, this and and I and, and somebody said it on one of the shows. This wasn't a regular season game. It's the sixth game of the World Series. You're in a position where if you win, you force a seventh game. If you lose, the season is over. You have to finish. You have to let him go at least two more innings. This is what happened with Zach Greinke last year with the Astros. And I'm, I, I, I feel to this day, if Greinke had pitched a complete game, the Nationals would not have won that seventh game. They would not have. They didn't figure him out. It was until he left that we came back. Yeah, I agree in that one. I totally, 100% agree. Because, you know, you know me. I love it. Baseball is number one in my life. And to watch that, I'm almost sick to watch that. To pull him up. I mean, and I've been giving Snell a hard time all year. With everything that's going on with all this stuff, right? And he's out off. You know what? He's going left out. Yep, you, yep, you and it's like, and you know what? You know what? Keep it. Keep it. You should have gone two more innings. Two more innings. And guess what? Guess they what? lost. They lost. And Kevin and Cash Kevin will Cash probably lose his job because of, of it. But hey, but hey, the nerds don't. The nerds don't. Cy Young was rolling in his grave when that happened. Well, exactly. Well, exactly. Now, now, we back up. What, what did you what think did I would say for, uh, for Jeff Brown? Well, I thought you were going to talk about, and this is something that I actually wanted to talk about, um, Mitchell, Mitchell Miller, the hockey player. Oh. oh. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I do want to talk about this because this – this hit, you know, this hit me in the sensitive area. So, for those who have not, for those who don't watch hockey, which we have some that don't, which is okay. Mitchell Miller was drafted just recently, or keyword was drafted by the Arizona Coyotes. He has since been let go. Why was he let go, you wonder? Well, he now is right, which yeah. they did not they have did not three have picks. picks. That was the Coyote's first pick, Rad Drop. Yeah. Well, it's because of what he did when he was in high school, in junior high school. And I will be honest before I get into this. It affects... The both of us, because for those who don't know, JC has a son who is black or African-American. And as you guys know very well, I work with children with special needs. So when Mitchell Miller lived in Ohio, that's where he originally lived. He bullied 
this young boy who has developmental disabilities. And Miller made this young boy, his name is Isaiah Meyer Crothers, do some pretty disgusting things. It was to the point that Isaiah had to get tested for HIV, hepatitis C, among other possible diseases he could have gotten. It was Miller and another young man who caused this to happen. And this went on for years. It ended up to the point where Miller ended up getting arrested and ended up serving time in juvenile detention. Yep. Why, why this bothers me is because, uh, number one, of my occupation, and number two, when I was in high school, we had some, you know, we had some kids that were developmentally disabled, or intellectually disabled is what it's called here now. My thinking to this is the same thought that I had when I heard a story with my high school that happened about four or five years after I had left. And my thought was, that crap would have never happened if it had happened when I was in high school. We would have gotten this guy. We would have. Now, Am I saying he would have ended up getting beat up? And maybe, you know, maybe he would have. Maybe he wouldn't have. I'm not saying that we would have snitched on him. Maybe we would have. Maybe we wouldn't have. But we would have handled it our way. The kids today don't know how to handle these kinds of situations. And that is what scares me. This happened within the last few years. This guy, this young man, Mitchell Miller, never going to play in the NHL. I could tell you that right now. He's probably best to go play in a European league. Yeah. But what he did to that young man is irresponsible, unacceptable, and he has to live the rest of his life with that consequence. That's the biggest consequence. Not that he lost his opportunity to be in the National Hockey League. He lost the chance to be a good human being, a good civilian, and he did it by making fun of a developmentally disabled young boy and taking advantage of him, beating him up, doing sick things that the news will not report because it's pretty damn disgusting. We told you what he did. And I hope 
that Miller never, ever gets a chance to play professional hockey in the United States. I hope he never does. And I agree. And you know what? Sorry, I mean, it hits home because, obviously, my son is black, right? And no. My other son is, we don't know if he's still developing or whatnot. And it's, it pisses me off. Sorry for the swear words. I'll put one in. But you know what? We treat everybody with respect. This year, right, Joey Moss has passed away. He was uh, Down Syndrome. And guess what? Every player that came in Edmonton respected him. Respected him. He went out on his, on his own to do stuff. And so, you know what? You look at that, and when this comes out, Miller will never play in the NHL. No. And... He will never he will go never. go to go Russia. Russia. You know what? You're done. You know what? You're done. And anyone says you'll do a second chance. Well, you know what? You better prove, prove to us. You're gonna do something for a second chance. And you better be big. Like I mean, I'm talking huge. What you're gonna do? And if you're not gonna do it, go play in Russia. Live your life in Russia. See how bad you there. Come back and go. You know what? I don't like a lollipop all the urinal. Because they don't, they don't, they don't care, they about, don't care about, about the old, uh, old uh, uh, they, 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 they don't care about stuff. stuff. You're a rookie. Yeah. You go there. Right? 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 Yeah, you yeah, you might be a great defenseman. You know what? You know what? I know how to bring it up again for defense and players. I'll look at the Sedins. The Sedins have never, ever, ever done anything wrong in NHL. And when Patrick so Kane and the Kane boys and the boys Jamie Benn and Jimmy all those boys, or sorry, not sorry, Kane, not I'm sorry, Kane, I'm sorry, you know, I'll, I'll, I would try that one. Segan and Ben them, they bad mouth them. Yeah. The rest of the NHL went, what are you doing? Those boys have done more for Vancouver than, you know, Lennon did a lot of good stuff. And Burry did a lot of good stuff. And I mean, you and I, you know, we we both we both went to high school. We both graduated, and what we did. I mean, I'm not speaking for you, but I'm just imagining in my mind. Like with our high school friends, we would have never done that stuff. We would have maybe we would have you know like we might have made fun of each other. We may have joned on each other. You know, we may you know called each other names. But we never did anything like that to other people. No. No. I'm I, like, stood up. I, I stood up for I got my ass kicked. kicked. In high school. For stuff I like that. I was a nerd too. But you know what? I protect everybody. I mean, I got along with most people, but if I felt uncomfortable about something, I was gonna say something. You know. I never got into fight, but you know, I just. Mm. And, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you off air what the incident was that made me think about that, off air, because I can't say it on this show. Well, and like I, I, really, said, like I said, and, and since, since we're discussing this now, my boy, my boy, who's black, who's black. 
Mm-hmm. They got called the end. Called the end. Playing football. Playing football. And, and you know what? I told him, I said, Ronald, you're a big boy. You're a big boy. You're six four. You're six four. Yeah. But yeah. your weight's up there. Weight's Run him over. Run him over. Nobody's going to hurt. Nobody's going to hurt. Nobody's going to hurt. And they do. And they do. You got, you got me. Me. Coming across coming that across football, field football field. To protect my kids. To protect my kids. And I'll say one thing right now is, like you said, I put a post there, it's unacceptable. If you want to be a bully, leave our group. We do not appreciate that. Yeah, that's our number one rule is don't be a schmuck. That's our number one rule. Don't be a schmuck. Don't be a schmuck. Elliot. I love it. That is the greatest rule there is. Any Facebook group, don't be a schmuck. Well, I mean, I mean, it it stems from when you know a while back, you know, when you were talking about you know how your son had been treated at times, and how you know our group is basically such a friendly group, you know, that we talk sports, we can make fun of each other, and nobody gets hurt. You know, nobody gets offended. Like the other day, and and I'll go back. I'll go back to our, you know, uh, the World Series post. You know, like when we did the poll, one of the people was like, "I don't give a crap. The Dodgers suck," and I'm like, "When?" Because he lived in New York when the Dodgers were the Brooklyn Dodgers. So, yep. you know, it's like, you know, you have someone who still has that feeling of, you know, hatred for the Dodgers. And it's like, okay, that's cool. You don't have to vote, you know? Yep. And so, Club Mossy, what's the line, right? If you hit a team, it's a team. But if somebody is in trouble or somebody, you know, because, you know, they don't look like you or they got trouble or whatever, you know what? You know what? Because eventually, eventually, we're all going to be in the same position. We're all going to be six feet under. And you know what? If you're going six feet under, it's like they said. Nobody knows how popular you are until the day you die. Yep. And I guarantee, I mean, me? Yeah. I'm very abrasive. I'm rude. I love the work. But I will say one thing. I will protect anybody that comes over. Protect everybody. everybody. If something if happens in a parking lot at Walmart, I'm in Cole Lake. You know, I'm the you first guy in if I see it. And people are like, what happens if you get hurt? I'll then I get hurt. You know, then we do a show from the hospital. That that I've actually I've done that with another podcast before, so you wouldn't be the first one. But you know, but you know. I'm a, I'm, I am. I'm going to protect her. I mean, I mean we're recording live, live, and my wife right now is, right now is on, on, you know, you not, know not, not on long time dis- disability. Stuff she's seen. She was in the army and stuff. And, you know, you respect everything that happens. Oh, God, yeah. Any Anyone who's served in the military, like, actually served. They have my respect. Yep. Yep. They do. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, 
I'll tell you a story right now. Right now. Me and the wife, Me we went wife, down to went Seattle, down, Seattle, watched Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys Seattle. Seattle. Seattle won that game. Won that game. And, and she kept she kept getting kicked, kicked in the back. In the back. And, and you looked at me, she's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, well, well, I can be in both clubs, but that's probably not a good optics. Some dude who's military that day stepped up said, Looks at my wife said, you're military, right? right? She's like, yep. Says, looks over at the lady and the husband and says, you need to sit down and that's it. You stand up, I will hit you. They never stood up the rest of the game. That's the respect between the Canadian Army and the American Army. I mean, I'll say something real quick. Is like, I was at a Redskins game. God, I want to say it was like eight, nine years ago. It was a long time ago. And I, I was sitting all the way in the upper seats. It was a cold late November, early December game. No snow, but it was still cold. And we were playing the Jets. And, like, there was a Jets fan in front of me. And we were, I was actually joking because I was like, they, at halftime we had the, Punt, pass, and kick contest. No, so, no. so I was like, "Oh man, I had money on this." And a guy in front of me is like, "On this, on the game? No, on a punt, pass, and kick contest." And he's like, "Oh yeah, just, you know, just like Rat Race." Which, if you've never seen that movie, is actually a funny movie. Rat Race. The audio stopped on its own, which is very weird. So, uh, I think that's telling us. <laughs> I think it's telling us maybe we should start wrapping it up. But, no. But, like, the thing is, you know, in general, be yeah. nice to others. Yeah. Even even if, you know, they may not, you know, if they're developmentally disabled or if, you know, they lost a limb or whatever, be nice or try to be nice. Because Lord knows with everything going on in this world, we just need more of, just more good energy. I don't want to say positivity, just good energy in this world. Yeah. And the more good energy we have, the better this place is going to be. And this place is planet Earth. And, and we could still make fun of the NFCs. Make fun of the NFCs. Make fun of the NFCs. Yes. <laughs> I know. My rank all a little different. I got the Seahawks coming in, the Gullhorn. That's when I know the waste point. That's when I know the waste point. There you go. But you know, like I said, I mean, obviously... Obviously, yeah, I want to round about yeah, the Miller thing, which, thing but which, to me, yes. is, you know what? It's not even worth it. We don't want to put his name out there. Yeah. For what he did. For what he did. And, you know, pay and for it. And good. For it. Good on him. And good. Good mm-hmm. on him for paying. Exactly. Good on him for paying. So, yeah. So, that's why I went to yeah. Turner Root. That's why I went to Turner Root. And, and, you know what, you know 
I guess now he's got to work at it. Show us. Show us something you're going to do, Miller. Miller. Show exactly. Exactly. Right. What she did was was inexplicable, disgusting, disgusting. I mean, you got to set the bar high on what Aaron's coming out. Aaron's coming out. Argo playing Russia. Argo playing Russia. They don't care about stuff. They got a they got a leader that's worse than any leader in the in the world. Yep. 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 Well, I think on that note, that's a good way to end this episode. If you like what you heard and you're not a part of our Facebook group, join our Facebook group. It is the JC and Bill Sportscast. That's what you type in the search bar. And if you can't find it, it's okay. The link is in the description in every episode we've ever done, or mostly ever done. And you just click on that and join, and we'll add you on. Yep. Enjoy. Yep. Come Enjoy. on on. Find your friends. Find your friends. Yeah. Invite everybody. And we just talk about what sports is. Sometimes we yeah. kind of go off trail. Go off trail. But you know what? Pretty good thing. But you know what? Pretty good thing. Mm-hmm. Be respectful to everybody. Be respectful to everybody. Because you don't know exactly. you when don't you know need to be respected by others. Respected by others. You got it. You got it. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We will join you next time on another episode of the JC and Bill Sportscast. Have a good Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. Yep. Have a good night. And dress up as a handsome boy. Dress up as a handsome boy.